Hello, and welcome back to Situational Social Security, where we review situations that are unique to clients and learn about how advisors are using social security knowledge in their practice. My name is Mark Kiner, a 35-year CPA and co-founder of the National Social Security Advisor Certificate Program, and I'm here with my partner, Jim Blair. As you all know, Jim is the social security guru. After working with the Social Security Administration for 35 long years, every day was a fun, exciting day when you worked with the Social Security Administration, Jim. Every day was different. It was exciting some days. Other days, maybe not so much, but it was a good good job. I liked most of the time I liked working there. You always make me laugh, though, Jim. When we teach a class or a webinar, you said you were the smiling face of the Social Security office. When I look at you, Jim, I kind of crack up when you, when you say that all the time. But I guess at one time you did smile. Well, people always say you should smile, and I say I am smiling. Follows in the air. Would you not agree? Oh, yes. I tell you, it, uh, uh, it's been a little cool lately in Cincinnati. Not overly hot, high 70s, low 80s, but I can see fall out there someplace. Not complaining right now, but we will be soon. So today we're going to talk about surviving spouses. But before we get into it, a reminder for any new listeners out there that we educate advisors around the country about Social Security through our eight-hour National Social Security Advisor Certificate Program. If you take our class, you will receive two years of the gold standard of support from us and very shiny pin to wear on to all of your family gatherings. <laughs> to learn more about our program, please visit our website which is PremierNSSA.com. Let me say it again, PremierNancySamSamApple.com. Jim, let's talk about our first client. Her name is Martha. Martha is 59. Her PIA is $1,000. Her husband recently passed away at the age of 62, and his death PIA is about $2,400. He got that informa- she got that information from the Social, Social Security office. Martha is confused relating to her Social Security options. Will you go over what her options are, please? Martha has a few options. She has enough work on her own to be eligible for a small amount, but uh, it would be a higher amount from her husband's work record. Now, she can take that benefit as early as age 60. At $2,400 would be reduced 28.5%, and that's what she would receive for the rest of her life. Now, that's obviously one of the options. But she has some other options available as well. She could wait until her full retirement age, or with widows, we call it full benefit age. A lot of times that's the same, but not always. Uh, But if she waits until her full benefit age, she'll receive the $2,400. In the meantime, when she reaches age 62, she could file on her own work record and receive off of that $1,000. Now, it's going to be reduced probably to about uh, depending on her full benefit or full retirement age, somewhere between seven hundred and seven hundred and fifty dollars, but she could receive that and have income from Social Security until she reached her full benefit age, and then switch over and get the full twenty four hundred. Of course, taking benefits before your full retirement age means you're subject to the annual earnings test. So, depending on the amount of her wages, if she's working, will determine how much money she's actually going to receive. Now, Jim, you talked about full retirement age and full benefit age. What's the difference between the two? 
Full retirement age is the one most people know. And that's when you receive 100% of your retirement benefit. It's not reduced because you took it before your full retirement age. At the flip side of that, it's not increased for the delayed retirement credits because you waited. So you're going to receive 100% of your uh, full retirement benefit. Full benefit age for widows and widowers and even surviving divorced spouse, so this is all the survivor benefit, is when you receive 100% of that benefit. And normally it's the same, but for folks who were born between 1955 uh, through 1961, their full benefit age, so when they can receive 100% of the survivor benefit, is going to be somewhere between two and four months before their full retirement age. Uh, after that, then it's, it goes back to, to being the same. As a matter of fact, Jim, I was talking to one of our clients. She was born in 1959. Her full retirement age is 66 and 10 months. And her full benefit age is 66 and six months. But do you know something? You look at you look at me kind of strange. No. Okay. Just listen. It's still still strange. But anyway, what's interesting though is even though she's eligible to receive one hundred percent of her surviving spouse benefit at sixty six and six months, the earnings test goes away, and this is what makes it a little confusing at her full retirement age, which is sixty six and ten months, four months later. So she can receive one hundred percent of her surviving spouse benefit. Four months before the earnings test goes away. That's kind of confusing, isn't it? Well, and what could happen, depending on the amount of her earnings, is she may not even be eligible in those four months until she reaches her full retirement age. At that point, the earnings test goes away. Your earnings can be unlimited and still draw your Social Security benefit. So in a situation where someone has high earnings, they may have to actually wait until their full retirement age to receive the the uh, widows or widowers benefit just because of the earnings test. As a matter of fact, I'm currently proofreading a social security guide written by a well-known author and, and, and lecturer. And he has a section in the in that guide about surviving spouse benefits. And he does he never mentions full benefit age. He's just assuming that full benefit age is the same as full retirement age, even though technically that's not correct. But he's assuming that because if he were to start talking about full benefit age, that might confuse everybody. It does get confusing, but you wouldn't want somebody to miss out on some benefits because they thought they had to wait till their full retirement age to receive the widow's or widower's benefit, and they could have actually received it two or four months earlier. No, you got it. Okay, Jim, great. Let's go on to our next client. His name is Sam. Sam passed away, leaving behind his wife, Chloe, and a seven-year-old son, Charlie. Chloe heard about the child and care benefit, but does not understand if she qualifies. Jim, please explain the child and care benefit, please. Yes, in this case, because there is a child of the deceased individual under the age of 16 in Chloe's care, and she was married to the, to the number holder, she's going to be eligible for a a benefit as a young mother, and they're, they're also known as child and care benefits. So the child's eligible. The child's under the age of 18. I assume at age seven, he's not married. Uh, so he's unmarried under the age of, of 16. And that makes 
uh, Chloe eligible as the young mother in this case or for the child and care benefits. Uh, she could draw. Now, she too is subject to the annual earnings test. And that's usually what offsets any benefit that would be payable to the child and care benefit is because the parent's working and their income's too high for them to draw. But it's something that she should look into. So in this example here, not only is Shirley eligible for benefit as a surviving child, but so is Chloe the mom. Uh, now, Shirley is seven. When will Chloe's benefit end as a, when will her child and care benefit end? She can draw until he's the age of 16. So upon reaching 16, her benefit goes away. And then what happens to her at that point? Well, it depends on her age. If she's age 60, she can apply for survivor benefits, 60 or older. If she's under age 60, she'll just have to wait. Her benefits stop. Now, Charlie's benefits will continue until he's 18. Uh, so people get confused on that sometimes. Oh, but, believe me, they yeah. always do. But her stops when he's 16, his stops when he's 18, unless he's still a full-time student in high school. Or until, or if he what? Gets Graduates. Married. Oh, or if he, well, yes, he doesn't want, want to get married That will at least till he's 18, right? Because otherwise he'd lose his benefits. Yeah, to collect as a child, you have to be uh, uh, single. And not older than age 18, but like you said, Jim, benefits can continue for up to one more year if that child is in high school. And a full-time, right, a, a, between age 18 and 19, a full-time student, it will continue until they reach 19 or graduate, whichever comes first. Jim, is it common when you meet with clients that are in this situation of a death that there's a child under the age of 16 uh, that needs to be factored in? It's fairly common. It depends on the age of the individual when they pass away. Uh, if they're younger, real good chance that there's going to be a, a minor child. If they're closer to re retirement age, uh, not so much. So please, folks, do not forget about children that might be eligible as a surviving child. And please do, do not forget about a, uh, a uh, surviving spouse that might be eligible as a young mother or young father to receive that child and care benefit because those are really nice benefits that are still available from the Social Security Administration. Our next client, Jim, is Sue. Sue is 63. Her PIA is $1,150. No, I make, let's make it $1,250, Jim. Her husband passed away about a year ago. His death benefit is $2,300. She's working though, Jim. Uh, her annual salary is twenty-five thousand bucks a year. She's not sure what her options or the impact of her earnings will be on her benefits. Well, she could apply. She can apply on her own and save the the survivor benefit until she reaches her full benefit age, or take the survivor benefit right away. She would have to decide how much money she needs. If she's still working, there's a good chance she could take the lower benefit now, save the higher benefit till later, and something she wants to factor in. If her earnings around $25,000, let us just round that to, say, $7,000 over the limit. Social Security is going to withhold $3,500 worth of, of her checks. Uh, if she takes her own benefit, $1,250 reduced for... That age probably puts her 
around a thousand dollars. So they would withhold three and a half checks worth of uh, benefits from her, and then she would draw for the rest of the year. If she went ahead and drew the survivor benefit, uh, it would be uh, less of the number of months in reduction because she's getting uh, 2300 reduced for age. But something she would want to think about. So any benefits she withheld through the earnings test, it's not lost uh, indefinitely, is it? In her case, it is. Normally, it isn't because you you are uh, your benefits are refigured, but she's going to file on her own, and she'll lose that benefit. Uh, when she reaches her full benefit age, when they would normally look at her own benefit and recompute that to give her credit for the months she didn't receive a check, she's going to go on the higher benefit and and receive that. If she takes the survivor benefit first, then you're right. Uh, she'll see a, a slight increase uh, for those months uh, she'll get credit for that she didn't receive a check. So, Jim, you mentioned full benefit age. We've always been talking about full retirement age. So we all know that full retirement age is the age you receive 100% of your, retirement, of your retirement benefit. What is full benefit age? Normally, full benefit age for survivor benefits is going to be the same as the full retirement age for retirement benefits for an individual. But for folks born, and we're right in the middle of this, folks born between 1955 up to uh, 1962, their full benefit age is different than their full retirement age. It can be as, as much as four months difference. So you could have a full retirement age of 66 and eight months, but their full benefit age for survivor benefits would be 66 and four months. So you have to be a little careful with that. Uh, the good news is if you're using any of the software packages out there, they all know that. It's all embedded in there. and they, uh, So they'll factor that in for you. But just something to keep in mind. So, Jim, I was born in 1956. My full retirement age to collect 100% of a retirement benefit is 66 and four months. But my full benefit age to collect 100% of a surviving spouse benefit is age 66. The, 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 two, the two ages don't sink, uh, don't sink, will sink up eventually for folks that were born in 1962 or later. Their full benefit age and full retirement age will, will both be age 67. But just remember, folks, there could be a difference between when you can collect all of your surviving spouse benefits versus when you can collect all of your retirement benefits. Next one, Jim. Uh, Sid's wife passed away a couple of years ago. He's now 64. He did not realize that he could have been receiving benefits earlier upon her death at, at uh, age 62. He wants to claim, he wants to file an application to claim benefits effective when his wife passed away two years ago. He learned, and he came in and talked to you, he said, Jim, he's learned of the six-month retroactive rule, but does not understand if it applies to him. And unfortunately, this happens a lot. You'll have someone who has a deceased spouse in their past, and they just don't understand that there may be benefits payable to them. So when we talk about the six months retroactivity, unfortunately for Sid, doesn't apply. Why? Because he's not full retirement age. Uh, retroactivity for uh, any benefit other than disability, uh, you have to be full retirement age or older. So in his case, 
the bad news is he lost out on months, maybe years of benefits. The good news is he's closer to his full retirement age, so the reduction isn't as much. Okay, perfect. Thank you, Jim. And finally, we have one more scenario to go over. I call this a teaser scenario because it deals with the next spouse. And we'll talk more about ex-spouses on a future podcast. But here's the teaser. Claire's ex-husband passed away in January at age 62. Claire is 61 and wants to begin benefits. She's working. Her earnings are around 50000 bucks a year. She contacts Social Security at that 800-772-1213 number to apply for widow benefits. She asked about, Claire's asked about her earnings. She's not a happy camper. Explain that, Jim. Yeah, so uh, Claire and her ex-husband were married 10 years or more. Uh, they are now divorced, or they were divorced, and uh, she's past the age of 60, so she's eligible for, technically they're called surviving divorce spouse benefits. That's the same as a widow's benefit. So technically, yes, she is eligible. That's the good news. She's eligible for that benefit off of her deceased ex-spouse. The bad news is that earnings test. That's going to apply to her for these benefits as well. $50,000 minus $18,240 puts her over, let's just call that $32,000. Social Security is going to withhold $1 for every two she exceeds. So they're going to withhold $16,000 worth of her benefits. She's probably not going to get $16,000 a year, or if she is, not much over that. So not much is going to be payable to her, if any. And that's why she's not happy. That's what Social Security told her. She's not happy at all, believe me. Now what she needs to remember, though, is once she reaches her full retirement age, even if she's still working, she could wait to age 70 to take her own if she has uh, pretty high earnings herself and still file that benefit off of her ex-spouse's record and draw that from full retirement age to age 70, but she'll still earn delayed retirement credits on her own. So maybe we can make her a little happier by giving her that information, but she'll still be a little unhappy. Yeah, she was born in 1958, Jim. So her full retirement age is 66 and... uh, 10 months. Oh, did you say 58? No, 59. 59. You 66 got 66 and 10, 10 months. You got it. So she has to wait a little while before she can really avoid the earnings test. Jim, I enjoyed our discussion today. I think talking about surviving spouses, it's a very important topic that advisors across the country need to understand. Absolutely, because advisors need to be proactive, and these are the two areas that probably need that the most. Jim, when are you going down to your cabin next in Tennessee? Uh, pretty soon. Got to go down and check it out and maybe get a line or two wet. You still uh, fishing? Uh, still trying to. Okay. <laughs> well, fishing, not catching. Yeah. Your wife catches, you don't. That is true. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us today. As you may be able to tell, we really love talking Social Security. The biggest, best annuity that we just happened to be signed up for already. As a reminder, if you're interested in learning more about Social Security, our course covers everything from A to Z, and you will receive the gold standard of support from Jim and I. And if you're interested in coming onto the show, go ahead and send us a message in the contact page at our site, PremierNSSA.com. That's PremierNancySamSamApple.com. 
you like the show, would you do us a favor and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app? We would greatly appreciate it as it will help others find our show. As a reminder, none of the information we have provided is financial advice. We have not considered your retirement situation. Please consult with your financial advisor before making any decisions.